I made the decision to join IT Imagination somewhere above the ocean. Uh, I signed the contract just using my phone, so it was the easiest contract I ever signed. Just day after I came back to Poland, uh, I joined IT Imagination and here I am. If you want me to tell uh, a few things about my passion, then I would uh, I would love so. How does how does marketing help with uh, recruitment? If we're talking about winter holidays, actually. For that. Hello and welcome. This is another episode of Meet the Innovators. And today I have the pleasure to talk to the fastest woman alive, Alexandra Schlemp. Hello, Alex. Hi, uh, thank you so much for inviting me. I really love this uh, initiative of those interviews. I'm a huge fan of it. So it's great to be part of it today. Welcome again, then. Uh, just to clarify, uh, would you please tell everybody why did I just call you the fastest woman alive? Uh, I, I wouldn't say that I'm the fastest woman alive because uh, I'm really not the best at sports, but uh, I guess you think about my recruitment process and uh, it was pretty fast. Um, of course, I'm talking about the recruitment process at IT Imagination um, because it was like uh, around 24 hours. Uh, it, so let me tell you the story because uh, it was like Sylvia uh, texted me on LinkedIn on the first day. Uh, we scheduled uh, our call uh, for Friday and actually around uh, one hour after our call, she just called me again and made me an offer. Uh, so it was it was so fast and I wasn't expected it at all. Um, so yeah, uh, it probably makes me kind of fast woman. But uh, there is a story because the fun part of, of this recruitment process uh, refers to my decision-making process. Uh, because uh, the next day, uh, I had a flight from Poland to the United States. So, uh, because I'm a procrastinator, I wasn't packed and I, I wasn't in the mood <laughs> for changing uh, my life uh, on, on this Friday. Uh, so I just needed to ask for some time to think. Uh, so actually, uh, during my flight, uh, when I, I couldn't sleep, I was thinking intensively about this offer, about IT imagination. Mm -hmm. uh, I was like uh, writing down all of the uh, pros and cons of, of joining IT imagination. Uh, so I think I won't lie if I would if I will say that uh, I made the decision to join IT Imagination somewhere above the ocean. Uh, so that's quite unique, I think. And, uh, and yeah, uh, when I came to US, to beautiful Phoenix, uh, Arizona, uh, I signed the contract just using my phone. So it was the easiest contract I ever signed. And um, I spent a month there. I, just made some uh, dreams come true because I visited Grand Canyon, Los Angeles, uh, Malibu. And uh, just day after I came back to Poland, uh, I joined IT Imagination and here I am. Right. So there was no offer that you couldn't refuse? No, nothing like that? No, 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 oh, nothing okay, because okay. they didn't know my address because when I was ah. in, in the United States, they, I was incognito. <laughs> 
Uh, wait, you were in the United States for a month in Arizona. You landed in Arizona and then you had a road trip, I assume? No, it wasn't a road trip. Uh, actually, me and my boyfriend, we were visiting uh, his parents because they mm -hmm. lived there. So we were just living uh, at their house and uh, actually working remotely too. And you visited in summer? Uh, no, it was February. Ah, it was okay. February and March. But in Arizona, it's like uh, there is a summer all year. So it was like 30 degrees. Sure. But I, but I guess it's, it's like it, it, there is the difference being that in the summer, summer, you would be... Dead. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, <laughs> yes, that's why we chose, uh, we chose like February and mm -hmm. not, uh, not like the... the June or, or August. <laughs> yeah, because at the time of the recording uh, in Warsaw, it's, well, snowing. Uh, it's <laughs> white everywhere. In Krakow, it's snowing too. And I'm in a Christmas mood today. And it, I love when it's snowing. Mm, well, I would say car drivers would disagree, but luckily we don't have to drive. So... Uh yeah, uh, I am a car driver, and yes, I'm avoiding driving a car while it's snowing, but... Uh, Actually, it's pretty fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you are, like... Uh, a daredevil. Like, uh, yeah. Uh, um, uh, if you like to be scared, then it's fun, but... <laughs> yeah. Are cars one of your passions? Because you have so many that maybe cars are as well. Uh, no, actually, no, uh, I wouldn't say that. I mean, I have some dream cars like American Ford Mustang, but uh, I wouldn't say that it's my passion, but I definitely has, have a lot of passions. And if you want me to tell uh, a few things about my passion, then I would, uh, I would love so. Uh, because, I mean, there is a lot of passions. Uh, of course, uh, right now I'm focusing on my recruitment career uh, at IT Imagination, and it's like a full-time uh, job and passion at the same time. Uh, but um, there is also a few things like, for example, uh, confectionery and marketing. So let's start uh, from the beginning, uh, from the like the baking and confectionery part, uh, because it's not only my passion; it's my family's passion. Uh, it's like uh, it started with my grandma, and it's a long story. But it, uh, the the main, uh, the most important things right now is that my parents uh, have their own uh, bakery, and I was helping them in this bakery since the beginning. Um, I was like uh, doing those desserts and cakes, uh, doing some fondant decorations. And after some time, I even got uh, a little creative uh, in this area. Uh, so I can admit that I created an entire uh, candy bar department, uh, if, we can, if we can call it like that. Uh, so yeah, I'm an author of many recipes, uh, and I was taking part, taking care of this part of, of an, like the bakery's offer uh, for a long time uh, before I moved out from my from my family house. Uh, so yeah, uh, that's the first thing. And moving uh, slightly to another uh, passion, um, because in the meantime the bakery needed some marketing, of course. So, because I was always interested in social media, in ads, uh, I created an entire, uh, like, 
bakery brand uh, in the internet and um, I was taking care of all of the content, the campaigns uh, and uh, I was actually uh, studying, studying uh, at the university management and marketing at the time so I was using the knowledge I gained at the university in my ads and uh, it was it was working somehow it was uh, giving me satisfaction as well and to give you uh, just one example uh, because I'm doing this uh, like uh, right now too after after work like if I have some time uh, so last year uh, before Christmas I had an idea to create to make some some Christmas campaign and I wanted to do this just like just uh, by myself without any help of any professional uh, marketing agency or any of that so uh, it was a uh, it was a movie like a like a, a short video uh, where i was a director i was a set designer i even got a tiny role i gave it to myself and um, uh, my father was responsible for um, uh, recording it and uh, editing the, the video uh, of course my mother was supporting us emotionally and giving us some advices and um, also uh, my cousins the two little cousins uh, they did a great great job uh, like while being a main actresses uh, in mm -hmm. this uh, we were like baking and decorating cookies and uh, we had so much fun with it and i think it uh, came out pretty good i i i think you can probably see it right now uh yeah so where were you were you the santa were you the or who were you in the in this uh, little ad of yours uh, probably i could be their mom or or maybe their cousin just their cousin mm -hmm. i'm just uh, trying to uh, give them some like christmas atmosphere to bake cookies together and then uh, to decorate them but as you can see uh, we are not the best bakers in this uh, in this video so the cookies are terrible and ugly so we just decided to order cookies in our bakery and uh, have fun while decorating them sure yes it's uh it's a lovely little ad i would say it's a pretty good one thank you too so uh definitely good job uh thanks miss director <laughs> is there gonna be a sequel this year uh i don't think so we don't probably have uh too much time and i don't have oh. any new idea actually uh, so maybe next year or something for easter Maybe something for Easter. Yes, we'll see. Um, so, how does how does marketing help with uh, recruitment? Um, because because it does. Yeah, uh, it does. Definitely it does. Um, I have some uh, experience in marketing because, as I said, I studied uh, marketing and management uh, on the university. Mm -hmm. So uh, that's why my first uh, job ever was uh, connected to uh, to marketing. Uh, I was a content marketing specialist for for some time. And uh, how does it help? Well, there is mm, a lot of things, uh, like, for example, like the ease of writing and stuff like that. But first of all, I would say that uh, marketing is uh, really similar to recruitment, because uh, if you think about the definition of marketing, of course, there's a lot of definitions, but 
Uh, in general, marketing is about uh, presenting the product using the language of benefits. So now, if you like, can see the benefits of working in particular a particular company or particular project, and if you can uh, talk about those benefits uh, using the language of benefits, then this is recruitment, right? Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much so. Yeah. Um, but but I'd say that. Mm, people are really hard to decipher. So you have to, I mean, do you, like, can you always decipher what somebody wants when you're talking with them? Because when you talk with people, you can, you can usually tell what they want or even, even when they're not telling, uh, saying it directly, you can usually tell, but it sometimes requires this, sixth sense and I don't know, uh, like, is it, can you tell when somebody's not telling the whole truth during, during an interview or telling the whole truth or how do you, how do you read people? Uh, I mean, I, I, I don't have a recipe for that. Uh, it's sure. like, I feel it sometimes mm -hmm. uh, and sometimes I don't, sometimes I, I'm like sure about some candidate and I think it's a perfect match and it occurs to be a terrible match. Uh, hmm. everybody makes mistakes, but most mm -hmm. of the time, uh, most of the times it's, it's, it's like, I, I have this lack to, uh, to be able to read people correctly. Uh, of course, if, uh, if this person is not a perfect liar or something, but it doesn't happen so often. Uh, but it's, uh, I think if you're talking with a lot of people, uh, then you sometimes you just see, uh, on, on their face or in, in the uh, way how they are building the, the sentences. It's something you, you just feel. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Sure. Um, but now, now that you're. Uh, recruiting people from all over Europe, well, would you say, are there any differences between people from Southern Europe, Western Europe, uh, cent Central East, Eastern Europe, or is it just, uh, does everybody behave the same or think the same or, uh, what are the similar similarities and the differences? Um, I mean, of course, in every, um, every nationality has some specific, uh, specific like ways of, of, uh, having a conversation. Uh, but I wouldn't say there, uh, there is a lot of differences between European countries. Um, probably, uh, people from Italy, from Spain, from Portugal are way more open that than people from, let's say, Poland or Germany, uh, because, you know, they are uh, like Italians and Spaniards are always happy and, and open. Uh, but it, um, it mm -hmm. makes, sometimes it makes, uh, conversations uh, longer, but it's not a huge difference. I would say that the entire Europe, especially in this IT market is, is quite similar. Sure. Uh, for example, going back, we like to complain, don't we? Uh, we do. Yeah. Polish people, uh, complain, uh, a lot, uh, but, uh, probably not during the, the recruitment, uh, calls. They are quite mm -hmm. nice during the calls with me. 
you were recently to Bulgaria for a, for a bit. Do Bulgarians like to complain, or are they more, uh, you know, uh, warm people, or generally people who don't like to fixate on negatives? I mean, Bulgarians are quite similar to Polish people. Um, they are definitely not like, uh, let's say, Italians or, or Spaniards because um, they are calm and uh, and they like everybody has their own world. Um, but uh, they are very they are very similar. Uh, I I actually had some time uh, to to some like a possibility to spend some time mm -hmm. with Bulgarians uh, because like you said I went to Bulgaria for vacation for two months and uh, I I don't think there is a much difference uh, between Polish people and Bulgarian people, for example. Mm -hmm. uh, because you, right. So, so in Bulgaria, you've met, uh, some people who work at our company, which apparently there is quite a few of them. There is, uh, well, there is wait, nine, 10, uh, met up or were supposed to right? And then for people uh, met together, yeah. actually, how was it? Yeah, it was like, um, during this time, uh, it was around seven people in the company and one, uh, one in a way. Um, so uh, all of them, of course, were invited. I don't know how many people from Bulgaria are in the company currently, probably more than this. Uh, but uh, during this time, yeah, I, I organized some uh, some meeting uh, in, uh, in Bulgaria, uh, in Sofia. Uh, it was like a, a nice dinner in a nice restaurant. And mm -hmm. um, oh, unfortunately, yeah, no, not everyone could make it for, uh, for the party, sometimes because of some serious reasons like a birth of a child so we have to like understand uh understand this but uh, at least the four of us met and uh, we had a great time together we had the possibility to talk about work and not only about work uh, about traditions about travels and and stuff like that so if I have, if I have sometimes, I, some time, I just wanted to uh, thank all of you. So Miroslav, Basil, and Brani, it was so nice to meet you. And I'm hoping to see you again. Yeah, Brani was already on the on the series, and uh, you can you can watch a video with her. Uh, she's such a nice person. So yeah, definitely... actually, actually, mm -hmm. uh, I was um, uh, this uh, video with Brandy was released uh, at the day we we met uh, in Sofia. Oh, <laughs> yes. So in the morning, I was uh, I was uh, like listening to her interview just ah. to you know, get to know her a little bit before I will sure. meet her in real life. <laughs> quite smart, quite smart. <laughs> but the interview itself was forty something minutes, so you had. Uh, Plenty of plenty of uh, time for for breakfast, for I don't know, dressing up or whatever. Like forty minutes. I I, I had some time. I uh, before I I came to Sofia, uh, I was doing some search, and mm -hmm. while I'm searching, I'm always listening to some music or some podcasts. So I was just listening to Brian this time. <laughs> oh, I see, I see. Uh, from Bulgaria, you also traveled to Turkey and Greece. 
Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. We had we had a great time in Bulgaria. Actually, we we decided to go to some locations. So, uh, first of all, we were like uh, working remotely. Uh, so we just had a small apartment. My boyfriend was working from the kitchen table. I had to buy myself some like the tiniest desk in the world from IKEA kids collection just to fit in my uh, tiny bedroom. And I had a terrible light, uh, so I was a dark spot mm. during all of my calls but yeah be, like uh, just don't think about those uh, those difficulties um, we just uh, tried to uh, make uh, make this time like the best time uh, of, of a year or, or of our lives so we we were trying to do as much as we can uh, as much as we could so uh, yeah we were traveling not only within Bulgaria of course we were traveling uh, like uh, around around the city along the coast uh, like uh, it was we were in Burgas and um, around Burgas there are beautiful beaches and beautiful coasts like they they look mm-hmm. like in in like in Malibu almost so it's a really beautiful place and um, we were like traveling around Bulgaria but we were also uh, we, we took a few days off and we had the possibility to visit uh, to visit Turkey so it was our first time in Istanbul and I really mm-hmm. recommend visiting the city because it's huge and beautiful and we went to Greece to uh, some historical city uh, called Kavala uh, for a few days and it was great like opportunity too mm, so you were a bit of an explorer uh yeah definitely yes we we love exploring uh, exploring uh, like places and things and tastes and cultures and stuff like that historical uh, more historical uh, places or uh, more modern cities and and stories. Uh, I'm a huge fan of nature, so mm. like wild beaches, forests, national parks, and my boyfriend is a huge fan of uh, huge buildings, modern architecture. So both huge and new modern cities and and the nature. Hmm. I see, I see, I see. Um, and you know Bulgaria fairly well because you already lived there three years ago. Yeah, I mean, the main reason why we chose Bulgaria for vacation is connected to how we met with my boyfriend. Because mm-hmm. over three years ago, when mm-hmm. I was studying my like bachelor's degree, I decided to go to my Erasmus exchange to like a small Bulgarian city called Rusa. And my boyfriend, who wasn't my boyfriend at the time, decided to do the same thing. And yeah, that's how we met. And we mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We spent there uh, like uh, half a year, and uh, like we are together uh, till till today. So that was the main reason. And uh, actually, there is one more thing that uh, that is connected to this choice, mm-hmm. because uh, when you go to vacation, like uh, specifically first time in your life, and when you're going somewhere uh, with uh, with have like when you have some responsibilities like going to mm-hmm. work the next day like uh, reaching your targets like uh, conducting your candidates processes and um, then you need to like uh, be in the place uh, that uh, where where you are able to fix any problem that would occur because let's say uh, 
let's say the internet connection is terrible in your mm -hmm. new Airbnb apartment. And uh, you have like, let's say a few meetings scheduled. Then you have to be able to fix this, uh, this problem by yourself and as soon as possible, right? Uh, so if you have some experience uh, living in this country, uh, then, you, you know, uh, fixing any problem is easier for you. If you like speak a little bit of a Bulgarian, uh, if you know how this country works, if you know where to go, how to how to call someone even, um, it's, it's better for you. And like for our first, um, for our first vacation, we decided to reduce, uh, the possibility of stressful situations to minimum. So Bulgaria was a great choice. Hmm, sure. Would you stay there permanently? Uh, I don't think so. I mean, I love Bulgaria for, uh, uh, I mean, it's, it's really close to my heart, uh, but uh, there are so many places to, to visit in the world. So I just wouldn't decide to stay somewhere permanently. I mean, I don't know if I want to stay in Poland permanently. Mm -hmm. So it's hard for me to say that I want to stay in, in Bulgaria permanently or any other country right now. Right, but uh, winter holidays always at home. Definitely, yes. Yeah, if we're talking about winter holidays, actually, I'm prepared for that. <laughs> well, that's a surprise, I'm not. Uh, but yeah, all right, Rudolf. Okay, yeah, so let's talk about Christmas right now. Um, so, yeah. Um, I love uh, winter holidays. Those are my favorite, favorite holidays uh, during the year. And I'm always spending it my, with my family. We are like decorating Christmas tree and doing all of those traditional things uh, connected to Christmas. But there are a few, few traditions that are like mm -hmm. the closest to my heart. So the first of those traditions um, uh, is is making our family uh, actually celebrate Christmas uh, since the beginning of December. Uh, because mm. as you probably can expect, uh, we are every year, we are baking ton of gingerbreads. So th those cookies are, um, are like uh, rock hard, like straight after, after baking. So they mm. need like two or three weeks to, um, to, to be soft. So it's, it's a good time for them to, to wait for, for a few time, for some time. But you probably also can imagine how much time it takes to decorate a ton of gingerbreads. Mm -hmm. So that's why the beginning of December. And mm -hmm. it's, it's like we, I was doing it since I was like, since like before I was walking, I was decorating gingerbreads. <laughs> and uh, what else? Uh, another thing, uh, another tra beautiful tradition, a tradition that is really close to my heart, um, is, uh, is from years when I was, so when I was younger, uh, because me, uh, my my brother and my father, we are secret musicians. And mm. uh, every year uh, we were like revealing our our talents while giving entire concerts of Christmas carols. And um, I was playing keyboard, my brother and my father were playing their guitars and all of us were singing as well. Uh, so this is the uh, this is the great thing to do as family but unfortunately when we me and my brother when we grown up we just lost 
this confidence to, to share our talents. So we're not doing this uh, anymore and uh, it's, it's, it's really sad. And I want to wish you to never lose this excitement and this self-confidence to cultivate and to take care about your favorite traditions uh, because uh, like this is very important to do beautiful things with your family. And yeah. if I have some time, I just wanted to wish you a beautiful Merry Christmas uh, spent with your loved ones, no matter if you love yourself and your dog or uh, if you love Aww. your entire family. And just have fun and do things that you love to do. And also have a beautiful uh, new year, uh, full of successes, of course, and beautiful moments. So, yeah. There you have it, guys. Uh, Happy New Year. Uh, from me as well, great uh, winter holidays from me as well. It's snowing outside. Uh, I hope it uh, will be um, snowing um, at, during Christmas. Obviously, we don't know. And obviously, if you're in Arizona, probably not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. And it'd be very weird if it did happen in Arizona. But if you're not in, if you're not in such a place, then I hope this will be a white Christmas full of peace and full of peace um, everywhere, uh, everywhere, including including uh, Ukraine, who we exactly. um, we 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 remember Ukraine, Syria, and all of the other places, Yemen, uh, and all of other places in the world where uh, people uh, the last X months or even years were uh, mm. not so lucky. So, um, and who knows, maybe this year uh, you will revive the Christmas traditions of uh, jamming together to Christmas carols. I hope so. I, I have to like tell well, it to my brother just to do it. <laughs> yeah, you can text your brother after the recording, like, hey, bro, let's jam. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's play together, shall we? Uh, but yeah. Uh, there you have it. Uh, that was my interview with uh, Alex. Uh, Alex, thank you so much for talking to us. Uh, thank you for your lovely surprise. Um, <laughs> this will air before Christmas. So I wish you all of the best, uh, all the best. And I've, I guess, bon appetit. All the tons of gingerbreads are waiting yeah, for you to devour. Definitely. Thank you so much, Alex. Uh, Alex, it was yeah. so nice to to talk to you. And yeah. uh, of course, you you also have have a wonderful Christmas, however yeah. you're spending them. Uh, and thank you so much for inviting yeah. me here. The pleasure is mine. Thank you. And uh, bye, guys. Until next time. And New Year. Yeah. Until. Yep. Yep. Happy 2023. Yeah. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye.